is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Happy Friday to you. Great to have you with us here on our Open Lines program. KGMI Connects 360-676-5464 is our phone number. And we want to hear from you, whatever's on your mind and whatever your take is on whatever subject is on your mind. That's what we do around here. Although next week, I just want to give you the heads up. We're going to uh, have, uh, well, focus on some of our important races, the local races here at the November election. Uh, We'll hear from the two candidates for county executive and the two candidates for Bellingham mayor next week. On Monday, we expect to hear from uh, St. Paul Sadu, the current county executive. He'll be with us for an hour and just talking about the issues and taking your calls. It's not going to be a debate format because his uh, challenger, Dan Purdy, will be on on Friday, a week from today. Also then next Wednesday, Kim Lund, who's challenging uh, the incumbent mayor, Seth Fleetwood, she'll be on the program next Wednesday. And then uh, Seth Fleetwood himself will be on on Thursday. And then we'll bring you some uh, League of Women voter uh, candidate forums and issue forums that they've already aired or they've um, already held and um they they are available online but we thought we'd bring them to you here as on the radio as well so we'll air those uh, next week in the evening in the evening hour and we'll let you know when those are happening um and yeah cover some of our important issues the the jail uh the jail and justice uh, measure that we'll vote on uh the uh sheriff's candidates uh and uh county executive candidates so a full week next week focusing on our local elections and uh, important, very important uh, local positions and uh, where we go as a community or communities in uh, coming years. But uh, let's get right to the phones. We got full lines to get us started here today. And uh, Majid got us started yesterday and uh, is calling back today to, you say, clear the air, Majid. How you doing, Joe? Very good, very good. <laughs> I hope I hope you don't hang up on me today like yesterday. No, I, I mean I, I think I gave you plenty of time to to speak your mind and tell us what you thought and it, how, what you felt. Well, I had more to say, but you hung up on me. But you oh, know, okay. it's okay. You have a right to do that. Well, what is but what? Anyhow, is, okay, just, what are your thoughts today? Oh, you know the thing is, I'm all about humanity and people. Doesn't matter what religion I am or others are. My best best friends are Arab. My best friends are Jews. My best friends are Muslims, mm-hmm. and they are the best people I've ever seen. They love me. I love them dearly. And if people like, for example, somebody like Tom from Bellingham said, "I painted myself differently. How did I paint it myself? I want to know." Except being like a human. The thing is, war is not going to solve anything. doesn't matter who started it. doesn't matter who follow it. You know, still it's evil thing to do. And it's not going to give anybody win or lose. We all losers in war. Mm-hmm. Because of loss of lives and loss of, doesn't matter, Jews, Arabs, Muslims, uh, Sikhs. Buddhists, anybody, they're all people, they're all human. We should love them the same way, and I love them the same way. And that's how I painted myself. Which other way did I paint myself? That's what I want to know. Mm-hmm. And the lady who said Arab and those people in Kazeh, remember Kazeh? Kazeh. You can make all the fun you want with your friends. Still is Kazeh. You know, there is emphasize on the Z, Z, and you have to know that. Yeah. And and, uh, that's what I believe in. That's what I will be believing. And if I made fun of some leader, it's free country. You know, I can go on air anywhere. FCC doesn't care about that. As long as you don't uh, make threats to people, as long as you don't... uh, you're not being out of your line. You still people still laugh at you, and I will make fun of people if I want to. 
and it's free country here. Uh huh. Majid, and, let me let me ask you because yeah, um, you know I'm uh, I, I you know I mean you're confused fa- too. Famously been <laughs> said, uh, you know, wasn't it what Jesus preached to to you know turn the other cheek? And I I think we should all maybe just take a moment and think what. What would the how would we feel say if our nation if we're you know attacked say like we were on nine eleven or how Israel was attacked last Saturday um, if the nation just said you know just took it and said uh, we're not going to retaliate um, what do you think would okay. happen what, what do you think yeah. what do you think the reaction would be I'm just asking well, I, I'm, I'm you, just answer your question. You just answer yourself. You said Jesus turned the other cheek. That's the right way to do it. We should still love people. We should protect people. And we should help people if they got attacked by anybody. People who attack you doesn't mean they're evil. They probably attack you because they have some anger. They are hungry. Those people, they even turn off the water on them, you know? This goes back 2,000 years ago, the same thing. History is repeating itself. I don't like to turn off the water on my enemies. Okay? Jesus said, love your enemies. Okay? Yeah. So if you answer, you just said Jesus, then Jesus said that. And we got to do that. Me, as a Muslim, I love Jesus. I love him with passion. He's my prophet, and and that's how it is. I'm never going to change any other way, you know? Uh-huh. Just because I'm Republican, too, doesn't mean anything. Like they say, you know, when somebody believes in something, you got to believe all the way. If you're a Muslim, Christian, or a Jewish, you follow your tradition. Even Jewish says that, too. Love your enemy. Okay. Yeah. So that's how it is. We should help those who can't help themselves. But okay? okay, those people cannot help themselves because they're hungry. They've been they've been left alone all these years, you know. But For isn't it a, years, isn't it yeah. a sense of uh, I mean, uh, it's the the concept of justice when uh, someone is attacked. Say someone, I mean, just even on uh, you know. Uh, on a street corner, if someone is attacked, we expect the the, Yo, the justice. To, we expect right. the justice to, the system, the police, to come and arrest that person who attacked the person and and take them to jail and and then our court system to sure. try them and to punish them for what they did. And sure. Isn't this an isn't this an extension of that when a when a nation is attacked and uh, well, but, but but I agree with let's, you too. Let's not judge. Yeah. We cannot judge. Let God judge them. Okay? okay. Let Jesus judge them. Okay. Who are we? We are human. Who are we to uh, retaliate? Let God take care of it. If you believe in God. But I don't know. Okay? Has there ever been a, a civilization that um, hasn't <laughs> retaliated when it's attacked? I I don't know well, that there who, ever has like been I such said, a thing. Too wrong doesn't make right. Right. Well, you're absolutely right. And and the retaliation causes more uh anger and Problem. and 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 continues that the cycle of uh, of violence. Yeah. All right, Majid. Yes. Well, okay. Um, I believe in it and you should too if right. you believe in Jesus. Okay. All right, Majid. Thank you for your call. Yes. All right. Thank All right. you. Let's go to uh we he didn't quite make it on the air yesterday. Let's go to Michael and Lyndon. Hi Michael. Hey, Joe. Thanks for getting to me today. You bet. I'm really encouraged by the words that I heard from Masheed today, because one of the things I wrote down to speak about today is I don't hear any voices saying what you just said, which was turn the other cheek or treat thy neighbor as thyself. Um, You know, I don't know ever of a situation where responding to violence with more violence is going to be helpful in any situation. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I wanted to discuss today is I think censorship is very wrong. Banning the free speech or expression of another is wrong. I uh, like to think about Peter Griffin on Family Guy saying, I might not agree with what you say, sir, but I will fight to the death for your right to say it. 
<laughs> Peter Griffin said that? Okay. Peter, <laughs> family guy, he says that a lot. Okay. And, you know, it's an important message to understand what happens when somebody has no voice, when they're left with no way to speak. At the end of the day, they wind up resorting to violence in order to be heard. And President Carter warned us about this back in the late 1970s uh, and on. You know, he worked very hard to try and bring peace between Egypt and Israel, as we know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Anwar Sadat was assassinated and so on and so forth. But he did, you know, he did everything he could to bring these people together to live in harmony and peace. And he warned us when Hamas was removed as a political party that eventually this would lead to violence because you are leaving people without a voice. And when I hear people like Michelle or John saying, well, people should be censored for saying this, or there should be just a little bit of censorship, or some censorship would be okay. No, no, you're not right. Violence is wrong, but allowing someone to speak is never wrong. Words will never hurt you. We've known that since we were children. Sticks and stones will break your bones, but words will never hurt you. And people, doesn't matter if they're Jewish, Muslim, Christian, whatever, they want two things. They want to be valued, and they want to be understood. And in order for that to happen, they first of all must be heard. All right, Michael. I, I and, uh, I'm just going to leave everybody with that, but real quick before I go, i got to leave a little message for John. Okay, all right. <laughs> Because he was talking yesterday about people canceling elections and how much that bothered him. And uh, I was just wondering what he felt about Ukraine canceling their elections and banning 11 political parties and banning people from even being able to speak Russian. Imagine if we did that in America and said people couldn't speak Spanish. That'd be kind of wrong, wouldn't it? Well, yes, but I don't know that we can project our values uh, on, and, and we've seen this in other countries as well, especially a country that is at war with uh, and, and faces literally facing an existential threat uh, to uh, to project our values in, uh, in in the area of free speech or what have you onto that country. But um, but we'll we'll leave it at that. It's not a democracy when they do that. And thanks for having me again today, Joe. You bet, Michael. Great to hear from you. And we'll take a quick break. We got other folks. We'll hear from uh, Tim, Rich, Jim, and we'll have time for you too. Here on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. A change of season is a beautiful thing, but you've got to be comfortable to really enjoy it. Hi, Joe T. And for my friends at West Mechanical, Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electrical. Your furnace is back in action as temperatures have cooled down, and now is the time to have it checked by the pros at West Mechanical. An annual tune-up is essential to keep your equipment running as efficiently and as long as possible. But heating systems don't last forever, and it might be time to consider an upgrade. That could be a new ductless system from Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning. The beauty of an efficient ductless system is that it both heats and cools your home. The perfect solution for year-round comfort. And right now, you can save $1,000 on the installation of a new Mitsubishi electric system from West Mechanical. They're the pros I rely on, and they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So whether you're looking to keep your current system running its best, or want to see options on a new way to keep warm and cool, contact West Mechanical today at westmechanical.net. Your kitchen, the heart of your home, where you gather for conversation and enjoying time with friends and family. Is your kitchen tired, well-loved, in need of an update? Westside Building Supplies' extensive offering from Canyon Creek Cabinet Company can give you the kitchen you've always wanted. The experience and friendly staff is ready to help, from design to installation. My wife and I love to entertain and wanted an updated kitchen that met our needs. Shopping for new cabinets can feel overwhelming, and we really appreciate the way Tara listened to our needs, provided great insight, design options, and walked us through the entire process, offered suggestions for efficiency and function, and even emailed us a 3D image of what our new kitchen would look like. The installation was smooth and efficient. We love our new kitchen and would highly recommend Westside to anyone looking for new cabinets. Reimagine your kitchen with Canyon Creek Cabinets from Westside. Stop in today on The Guide in Linden and at westsidebuildingsupply.com. Hi, this is Marcia Neal. 
You probably know me from Vibrant USA. We are excited to announce we are now Guided Solutions. That's right, we have a new name. We are continuing to offer our same great services and look forward to hearing from you. Are you approaching retirement and need help navigating Medicare? Are you on Medicare and want updates on potential changes for 2024? Our agents are here to help, so give us a call at 866-733-5100. KGMI invites you on an adventure to explore the Americana that is Boston and Cape Cod with Deanna Harrelluck on KGMI's Cape Cod and the Islands Tour. Next June 1st through the 7th with Bel Air Tours and Adventures. Discover the history of Boston, explore Cape Cod National Seashore, enjoy a traditional New England lobster dinner and much more. See how you can be part of this unique experience at a Cape Cod and the Islands Info Night, October 25th in Bellingham or October 26th in Linden. Get details at KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Good to have you with us here on this Friday afternoon. Let's go to Tim in Everson. Hi, Tim. Yeah, hey, Joe. Uh, and I didn't get to talk to you yesterday, but the reason I was calling is the same today. Uh, and there's something I'm just not getting here, and and I've tried to do my homework, and I still don't get it. But I don't understand why any of the neighboring countries, Lebanon, Jordan, Egypt especially, since they share a border, aren't taking in refugees. And I've, I've read... All of the reasons, which there's a couple that I can kind of say, okay, but you know what, resources, I think it's my opinion, and I don't think I'm wrong, that there would be a great outpouring of humanitarian support to establish some refugee camps and take care of those people until things get sorted out. And these are, these are generally speaking, well, no, flat out speaking, these neighboring countries are Sunni Muslim populations, and I don't get it. I don't. I don't get why, you know, especially in Egypt, because Lebanon is in horrible economic conditions. Syria is a little bit better, but not much, and Egypt has its own problems. But I would. I would be willing to bet money with odds that there would be great humanitarian support to get these people out of harm's way for a temporary amount of time until it's safe to go back. And yet there's no support in that region to do that. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know what I'm missing. Yeah, I don't know if it's a uh, concern that uh, the, the support would eventually dry up and that uh, many of the refugees would be left in, as you know, we've seen the past, you know, refugee, Palestinian refugee camps and um, uh, that these would become long term uh, burdens on these countries or what that's, the, what the issue would be. But, yeah, the, the reasons or, I've heard were resources. Uh, they don't want the Palestinians to leave that territory because they think then it would be permanently surrendered, which I don't buy. I'm sorry. Well, and that's probably part of it, uh, that, yeah, yeah. Once, once you leave, you're not going to be able to come back. Uh, so, And Egypt had its own problems with militants coming from there, and, you know, the Battle of the Sinai Peninsula, that was a problem, and they're afraid of that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... I, I mean, I, I think all of those things could be overcome, and and I think okay. that you guys talk about neighbors, and boy, it's it's just kind of sad because there's a lot of innocent people that would probably take up on that offer, and there's a lot of people around the world that say, you know what, we'll take care of you for a while, and I don't think Israel would take over that land. I just maybe I'm naive, and if if Israel wanted to be a hero they might be able to set up some safe way of passage for these people to go somewhere. Yeah. But that, that's well, my thought. All right. Okay, Tim. Appreciate it. Let's go to Rich in Ferndale. Hi, Rich. How's it going, Joe? Doing all right. Well, I'd say anybody in the Gaza area that voted for Hamas, the Palestinians that voted for Hamas to be in power, they are not innocent because they voted 
whoever voted for these people, and now these horrific terrorist people have done it. So there's we got to keep that a little bit in perspective. This is a governing force that was elected by the majority, or well, 45 percent, I guess, of those people. So that's, I mean, that's bad. And Tim makes a great point. Why don't the neighboring countries help? Speaks volumes to the area, the mentality. I mean, everyone has a spare little bit of food. Everyone can help a little bit. But do they care that much? Big question mark. All those neighbors, are they in fear? Well, that's another question mark. So I mainly wanted to respond to Majid. He is not incorrect in what he says, but it is very one-sided. People do have the right to defend themselves. Jesus said, turn the other cheek. He didn't say, grab the sword and shove it in your chest from your enemy either. So when you have to, when something bad's going on, you do have the right to defend yourself. And it also does say in the Bible, to everything there is a season, time to plant, time to harvest, a time to be born and die, a time for killing, time for peace, time for every purpose under heaven. So you're not, you're not walking around asking to sacrifice yourself either. That's not part of turning the other cheek. That's more meant for a one-on-one thing with people you don't like in your life, not like in war. If no one stood up for themselves in war, the world would be under massive dictatorship today because America was founded to get out of dictatorship, and it took sacrifices of good, free people, and it took good, free people to make war to stop the bad. So, unfortunately... You do have to make war in order to defend yourself. This is just how life works on planet Earth. In a perfect world, we wouldn't have to make war. That's why I know people aren't perfect, and we are generally bad by nature. And we see that with war all the time. People always seek to subjugate others. This has been recorded throughout thousands of years of human history. We want to rule over others. And that's why most governments are dictator-like. But we have freedom because we have a constitution that sets in stone individual rights. That's why this, and we are, and because of that, because we're free, we have a surplus of things, and we have the ability to help others around the world. The United States has done that for 80 years just in a wonderful way. Yeah, we're not perfect, but we do help other people a lot, Mm -hmm. and on a large scale. Yeah. And that's because of freedom. That's because people have the ability to produce and work for themselves and do well and innovate, and they love it and they know it and they know how it is in other countries. That's why we're a nation of immigrants, too, because people come here knowing how good it is, and we're just productive and a good If everybody could be like us, it'd be great, but well, it's a different mentality in the Middle East. Well, there's been, there have been good things that have come from the Middle East, too, but uh, and, and I don't know that, uh, that, that human nature is any different among people there than it is here. It's a different culture. Uh, well, of course they are. They and definitely are. And things are valued differently, and religion is so much, I think, more important there, their religion, than it is to Americans. It's extremely important, enough to where they, the extremists will kill over it. We don't do that in America. Well, I don't think we do. Yeah, there's been religious extremism to one degree or another here, but uh, yeah, all right, all right, Rich. that level of jihad. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right, all right, all right. Thanks for your call. And uh, yeah. let's see, real quick before we take a break, let's go to Jim over on San Juan Island. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. Thanks for taking my call today. Good to have you. Hey, I want I want to let Majid know you did not hang up on him, and he has a tremendous self awareness, and, and he also is not aware at all of, of his fellow man and what his fellow man is doing. You have a radio show. He, he was stretching it out, and, and he spent so much time explaining how to properly pronounce Gaza uh, that he couldn't pronounce uh, Netanyahu's name correctly. So, Majid, just have a little self-awareness here, pal. You okay. were treated very well yesterday. And sorry, but that got under my skin a little bit. Okay. And as far as uh, as far as turning the other cheek, yeah, like Rich said, yeah, turn the other cheek. But uh, if you keep turning the other cheek, he, he didn't tell Jesus didn't tell us what to do after we turn the other cheek. If somebody's going to hit you over and over again, you might not have a cheek left. And God expects us to defend ourselves, and He expects us to defend to defend others who are being violently attacked. So just get that straight. I'm sorry uh, talking past you here, Joe. That's but, okay. Uh, 
I want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, you did a you did, you did a good job yesterday. And as far as the guy who uh, asked you if you had life insurance, uh, that was really lame. And you know, uh, I'd like to ask him uh, about his last uh, you know proctology exam. <laughs> You know, I there mean, you go. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so anyway, I just want to set a couple things straight like that. I'll tell the story of uh, how I was abused when I was young and how I finally had to learn to defend myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, otherwise, I would have been in worse shape than I already was. But I'll explain another time. you got to use some common sense out there as far as defending ourselves. And I predict this. Yeah. Well, and, then okay. I'll, and then I'll go. I predict that uh, Israel is going to start defending itself. And it's not going to be very long where uh, the rest of the world says, hey, okay, stop defending yourself now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because those who defend themselves successfully end up looking to the ignorant. They end up looking like the aggressor when they actually aren't. They're just successfully defending themselves. And I think they should have the right to do that. And it's going to turn here. And we're we're going to see it before too long, but... Yeah, uh, and that's how how Israel, uh, what Israel's image has been. I mean, you know, you think back to the uh, the, the seven day war and uh, these other you know, the the, uh, the the Israel defending itself from attacks by its um, neighboring nations, and then uh, over the years uh, with these uh, incursions by Hamas and uh, and uh, before that the PLO and um, but yeah, it it. It has taken on that uh, that image as the aggressor in the area in many ways, um, uh, but right. it's, it's uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, real quick, real quick to Jim, who doesn't understand why the other nations won't take in Palestinians. It's because they're toxic. It's because they've been trained and taught from little children to hate and hate and hate, and they're also trained in warfare. And you don't want to bring that into your bosom. And we're going to suffer for bringing some of those people into our bosom over the last two, three years as well. well so I that's think, why. The, I think that's we, I think we have to be nations. honest that not every Palestinian has been trained to be a killer. Well, or, of course. Uh, and, and there are many Palestinians who go out about their day just trying to, to live their lives and uh, make things better uh, for them, them, their families, their communities. Uh, but uh, then, I, I agree, but there's a whole lot more per capita who are trained uh, to hate and trained in warfare. And that's a dangerous thing for a country to be taken on. All right, Jim. Appreciate your call. And we got to take a quick break. We got other folks on the line. We'll get right to them and to you here in just a moment here on KGMI Connects 360-676-5464. Can I help you? Is this the rain dropping clinic? Yeah. Our lit sign must have shorted out from all this rain. Sorry. How can I help? Well, Yeah, it is this rain that's brought me in today. Is there a rain-related problem we can help you with? Yeah. What are your recommendations for driving on the highway at night in the rain? We discourage it, especially at night. Ever heard of spectacular reflection? No. Is that a thing? Yeah. The wet road becomes like a mirror. That's spectacular reflection. Also, your eyes are dilated, letting in more light. Your windshield might be fogging, wipers bad, tires balding, and all this at highway speed. Huh. Wow, what do you recommend? Take Bel Air Airport or Shuttle. A bus is much safer, and your driver is uniquely qualified to handle rain. Take a break from the hazards of driving to SeaTac Airport. With multiple daily round trips, you'll save on fuel, parking, and avoid stressful driving on wet highways. Book today at airporter.com. That's airporter.com. With today's rising costs, it can be a challenge to feed your family. And Little Caesars wants to give back to our community with a Customer Appreciation Day. And not just one day, every Tuesday. Pick up two large cheese or two pepperoni pizzas plus free crazy bread for just $13.99. You heard right, $13.99. No need to order ahead. Just walk in and they will have it hot and ready. Or if you prefer to call ahead, they will be happy to take your order. And now you can place your two for Tuesday deal for online orders too. Just download the Little Caesars mobile app or visit them on the web at littlecaesars.com. Choose your closest Whatcom County or Skagit store. Add two classic pizzas and a crazy bread to the cart and enter the promo code two for Tuesday at checkout. That's the number two for Tuesday at checkout. It really is that easy. Where else can you feed your family, friends, or crew for just $13.99? Little Caesars, the world's easiest way to pizza. Locally owned and operated in Whatcom and Skagit County since 1988. Pizza, pizza. 
Hi, this is Marcia Neal. You probably know me from Vibrant USA. We are excited to announce we are now Guided Solutions. That's right, we have a new name. We are continuing to offer our same great services and look forward to hearing from you. Are you approaching retirement and need help navigating Medicare? Are you on Medicare and want updates on potential changes for 2024? Our agents are here to help, so give us a call at 866-733-5111. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning. Find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Great to have you with us and a lot of diverse voices. Let's go to Daniel in Bellingham. Hi, Daniel. Oh, we lost Daniel. Let's go to uh, Forrest in Sun Valley. Hi, Forrest. Hi, Joe. Thanks for taking my call today. Yeah. I was a student at Western at the end of the 70s, and, and today, considering the political situation in the Middle East and other things that I've heard talked about recently on independent and conservative uh, talk radio, I thought I would take a stroll up on Western and see what was going on with the political situation. I had heard that there was supposed to be a, a day of uh, uprising or something uh um, pro-Palestinian on uh, going on. Um, so I, I actually walked up to Red Square, uh, the, the designated free speech area at Western, and yes, there was a group of about, oh, I don't know, maybe 40 students that were demonstrating in, in favor of um, pro-Palestinian, pro-Hamas, anti-Israel. Um, they had the typical slogans on their signs, like from the river to the sea and you know, Intifada forever, and U.S. is a terrorist organization, and just various um, anti, anti-U.S., anti-Israel, um, pro-Hamas, um, and pro-Palestine, um, a lot of lot of slogans, which uh-huh. I found to be pretty offensive, and but, you know, not surprising, because it's college students are at that age where they get sucked into things pretty easily, and they think this is the cool thing to do, and, and they, they get on the anti-Israel bandwagon. But aside from that, actually one of the things that I saw um, before I got to Red Square was I was just strolling around campus, and I went to the Viking Union building, and I thought, well, let's check out the bookstore. Let's see what's going on in there. And that often is kind of a reflection of the, the, the thought of the community, you might say. And I just happened, before too long, I found a real prominent display on the wall that had a children's book in the, the student bookstore at Western. And the name of this book, I took some pictures of it, is called Not My Idea. And I was actually kind of shocked at how radical it was. It's a children's book that teaches white kids that whiteness is an awful thing and that uh, it has a... Actually, I'm looking at a picture of the cover of the book right now. It has a, a, a child looking at... Uh, a a burnt American flag, barbed wire, and just interesting, in the the upper part of the cover of this book, there is a burning cross. Okay. And I thought, I thought, oh my goodness, this is a book about how white children should feel so terrible and so guilty about white and being whiteness, and yet here's a picture of a burning cross on the cover. I mean, do, do they not get this? I mean... Do I think most people or a lot of people understand what the symbol of a burning cross means and where that comes from? That's a Ku Klux Klan symbol mm-hmm. that was used to terrify black people. And here's this children's book about we, you, you white children, we white children should feel so awful about being white and be on the side of people of color. And yet it has a burning cross on the cover. I mean, you got to be kidding me. Okay. This, this, well, book, this children's book teaches children to hate being white, to hate America, to hate capitalism, and to hate people who are Christians and who um, um, display American flags outside their homes. Well, so I, I found that actually pretty shocking. Did you read the book? 
I, I was able to look through it and read a few of the pages of the book, and I took pictures of them. And one of them here is, is, is quite interesting. It says, this, this is exactly what it says. This is the children's book. It says, it has a picture of a, a piece of handwritten paper with a burning um, $20 bill behind it. And it says, contract binding you to whiteness. You get, this is for children, you get stolen land, stolen riches, special favors. Whiteness gets to mess endlessly with the lives of your friends, neighbors, loved ones, and all fellow humans of color. That's in big letters. For, okay. the purpose of, for the purpose of profit. And the children are supposed to sign this pledge, and it says, sign below, land, riches, and favors may be revoked at any time for any reason. I mean, this is one of the most hateful books I've ever seen. Well, it's uh, we do have a you know a right to free speech in this country. Not my oh, idea. A book about whiteness is the name of it. I'll have to look into it a little bit more and see what that's all about. But all right, Forrest. Yeah, I was just shocked to see this all promoted right. prominently at the Western Student Bookstore. It's called Not My Idea, and it's a very hateful book for children. All right, all right. Thanks for your call. Exactly. I mean, I mean, these are concepts that uh, may be apprehend or uh, re- reprehensible. Many may consider to be reprehensible. I think I'm using the right term there. Uh, but once again, especially in a university setting, I mean, that's what we do. We talk, you know, we, we talk about, we discuss issues that are difficult and abhorrent in many cases and, and dissect those ideas and discuss why they're right or wrong or what have you. But, um, and and okay, uh, although it's presented to children, I understand the the concern there. But all right, let's go to Jim in Seattle. Has been hanging on for a while. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. How are you today? Good, good. Well, uh, Dennis Prager. You know, I listen to him a lot, don't you? Yeah, yeah. He can't. Yeah. Can't well, we're get away. kind of polar opposites. What I want to say first off is every ethnicity, including some of the indigenous peoples who are horribly mistreated and their resources are being stolen stolen from them to the severe detriment to the ecology and to the global warming, that every ethnicity, I believe, very strongly has a different set of, uh, they're separate, that there's some good and some bad and some in between, every society. Sure. So, so I think it's safe to say, but we should try to make sense of this. That's why I'll ask you one question. I hope you'll let me respond. Uh, there's a guy named John Mugabe, uh, formerly of a leader of Zimbabwe. Now, do you have you ever heard his, that name come up? I've, I've heard the name. I'm not familiar with the the guy so much. But what? Uh, well, well, the, the point is, I don't consider myself an expert on all too many things. I'm far from the most knowledgeable, but I've made an effort to to try to educate myself. So he was a left winger, kind of a communist socialist. He took over a long time ago. Probably voted into power. And he did a lot of good things, but then he became corrupt over time, and so then he went bad. And uh, I think there's a lesson there that, you know, if you just want to have a simplistic argument or let's just vote for someone and not pay attention and and pay attention to them, because I don't think that many people in America know who Mugabe in Zimbabwe was. And so I will say this. I I would definitely refer people to a video. It's Jerome Chomsky, who uh, another great Jewish person on the left, and Gore Vidal, another great person on the left. They had a nice chat with a guy named Jay Perini that was kind of censored from getting in the mainstream, but you can uh, put those two names, Gore Vidal, Noam Chomsky, it's in 1991, and then you'll be able to watch an hour's worth of it. But okay. uh, So anyway, uh, the main thing is here that they, they pointed out that uh, nothing in history could compare with the the status or the power of the United States at the end of the World War II. And Gore Vidal said, you know, Noam Chomsky said we're 5% of the world's population and we control 50% of the world's resources. And Gore Vidal said, okay. you know, he interjected, right. he said, we have all the military, all the military. So we've been building bases all over the world, starting wars, overthrowing governments and so forth. And so we are very much to be uh, uh, concerned about this. And I understand that not everyone reads Gore Vidal, but I think we need both sides in the media very desperately. Not desperately, but very uh, much. And so 
Uh, that's my general statement. Uh, I hope you could go watch it. It's very good because a couple of great men of, of no longer with us, Gore Vidal, but still in there and reading and writing. Okay. So I'll just say thanks for letting me talk. You bet, Jim. And I've got to take a quick break. We'll definitely get to Michelle. She's been holding on. We'll hear from Craig and John and you. We'll have time to squeeze in your call here on KG My Connects in just a moment. Hi, I'm Lorraine from Lorraine's Window Coverings. We offer our clients the best of both worlds, a store full of the latest affordable Graber products, including remote control options. And then we come to you with just the right samples and our professional installers do the rest. We're a family-owned and operated business that's been serving our community for over 25 years. We always strive to go above and beyond to make sure our customers are as happy as this recent reviewer. We ordered a large retractable awning for our deck, and it blends wonderfully with our home. The mechanics are smooth and solid and so easy to use. Most importantly, Luke answered all our questions and was very patient and friendly. The entire experience with Lorraine's, from the moment I walked into the shop until the awning was in use, was excellent. I highly recommend this company. Need window treatments? Check out Lorraine's window coverings online and then just call. 738-8175 Call Lorraine for your new blind Lorraine's Window Coverings in Bakerview Square For 77 years, DeWarden Bodie has been the largest independent appliance and mattress retailer in Whatcom and Skagit counties. But being bigger isn't always better. Being better is better. That's why DeWarden Bodie doesn't only bring you the largest selection of appliances, the largest team of professional in-house service technicians, and the largest fleet of delivery and installation teams. They bring you the absolute best. The best reviewed and the most reliable major home appliances, barbecues, and mattresses from the industry's leading brands. They service the products they sell with factory certified technicians, keeping you covered with worry-free warranties up to five years. Plus, they offer professional delivery and installation, and they'll even haul away the old stuff. Shopping at DeWard and Bodie means supporting local jobs and families. It also means supporting local charities through DeWard and Bodie's Charity of the Month program. So when you shop here, you're making an impact. Thank you for 77 years of continued support. DeWard and Bodie, your original local appliance store since 1946. Hi, this is Marcia Neal. You probably know me from Vibrant USA. We are excited to announce we are now Guided Solutions. That's right, we have a new name. We are continuing to offer our same great services and look forward to hearing from you. Are you approaching retirement and need help navigating Medicare? Are you on Medicare and want updates on potential changes for 2024? Our agents are here to help, so give us a call at 866-733-5111. Listening to KGMI and playing a grand in your hand gives you a chance to win $1,000 every weekday. But what if you don't? Well, you're still eligible for the second chance drawing. Playing a grand in your hand, presented by Neater House of Luxury, automatically qualifies you for a second chance drawing. A prize package totaling more than $1,200 with a weekend getaway at Lopez Islander Resort and Blackout Golf for 10 at Volley. Visit KGMI.com for details. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for being with us. And we got a bunch of callers to get through here in our last minutes here on KGMI Connects. Uh, Michelle in Bellingham joins us. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Joe. I'll try to make this quick. Um, The uh, caller, Michael, I want to explain why he's dead wrong that free speech is always right. I believe very strongly in free speech. Uh, As much as I'm against critical race theory or biological boys playing on girls' teams in high school or college, I still would not oppose somebody holding a rally or a speech or a talk advocating any of those things as long as violence was not involved, and it usually isn't. Uh However, there are many many areas uh, of our cities uh, ranging in size from Bellingham to Seattle and bigger, where for whatever reason, a lot of black people show up for a party or whatever the event is. If a group of white people showed up with machine guns and tortured, raped, and killed those black people, and then the next day or the next week, a group of other white people held a rally to say that they were all in favor of such a horrible white supremacist act because that takes precedence over everything. Well, that's the same thing as Western Washington University, University of Washington, Seattle, should be ashamed to have allowed 
uh, rallies in favor of Hamas, which committed one of the worst acts in many, many years against uh, Israeli uh, civilians. War is one thing between military. You can argue taxes and politics and race and everything else till a cow comes home. But when you start supporting beheading babies, raping women, torturing people, killing children in front of their parents and vice versa, and all of the things that have been documented in the past week, that is the most dead wrong thing we could ever see on our planet, uh, in our civilization, and people who advocate that, who support an organization like Hamas, are not. They're animals. They're not even human, and they should not be allowed. This isn't free speech. This is the worst kind of hate speech. Okay, Michelle. All right. We'll leave it at that. Let's go to John in Ferndale. Hi, John. Yeah. Hey, Joe. Um, Yeah, it's... uh, I have no... uh, no understanding of anybody who could support Hamas at this moment or say good things about them. And this, and this again, brings me to, you know, ex-President Trump praising Hamas, saying they're, they're, oh, they're very smart, they're very smart, Hezbollah, this, the same thing. Now is, now is not the time. What I wanted to talk about was our own house, getting our own house in order, the House of Representatives. Now, Joe, I was a pretty big uh, skeptic and critic of Steve Scalise when I first heard, you know, the famous thing where he, you know, he's pan. They all pander to to their constituents, and you know, there's right wing Nazi Nazi types, but he needs their their votes. And he said, "I'm David Duke without the baggage." Okay. Okay. So Steve Scalise went to went to Congress. He works well with everybody in the House. There's never been one thing of him like like saying something racist. And I'm being very generous. I don't like re- Republicans, and I think they're screwing up the the country. But Steve Scalise, he was the nominee to to be the you know right right the, to be the, the speaker. Leader. Yeah. Okay. And he's not even good enough. And he took a bullet from a Bernie Sanders supporter. And I just think about, like, all the rehab he had to go through. He's he's also facing a cancer diagnosis. I know what that's like, going through chemo. I think he's a man of character. But the thing is, nobody, you know, they don't know how to govern. And the scary thing is, like, yeah, I'm, I'm happy that the Republican Party is crumbling, losing power, and being discredited because they're they're anti-American and bad for for the country. They worship Trump and okay. all that stuff. Okay. Okay. But when your neighbor's house is on fire, you know, and nobody's putting out the fire, you know, that fire can can spread to your house too. So, okay, yeah, John. like they need to get their act together and and get a you know get a get leader. A speaker. What's wrong with Scalise? All yeah. right, okay. Thanks for your call. Uh, got to get. I got a couple other calls. I want to get to Craig and Algers on the line. Hi, Craig. Hey, uh, Joe. Thanks for hanging in there with all our goofy callers. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all got different opinions, yeah. but you, you do a good job of staying neutral. But. Uh, I guess my point was today, uh, my dad and my uncle uh, uh, crossed France in World War II and uh, actually made it to the free the Jews in the concentration camps. And my father would wake up in the middle of the night screaming, mm-hmm. screaming, because what he saw, you know, the uh, atrocities. And I was a cop for 29 years, and I saw a lot of nasty, nasty things. So I believe there's good and there's evil. And I don't personally believe it has anything to do with religion or the Bible or Jesus Christ or anything else. I And, and you know, I, I read a, uh, a recent article, there's less people going to church and following that. Because, you know, a lot of us, if we've seen these things, wonder, well, where is God? Mm-hmm. Why doesn't he stop these atrocities? You know, oh, he's got a grander plan. Well, that's a bunch of garbage. Come on. Okay. You know, in my my opinion, my opinion. Yeah. All right. Okay. But my my papa saw the worst. I saw some terrible things. And if there is a God, why didn't he step in or why doesn't he step in and make a difference? That was my point. Okay. And I do believe in survival of the fittest. And I do believe in right and wrong. And I don't know where right and wrong comes from. And if we're born with it or raised with it, where it comes from. But I have a lot of skepticism in the Bible. All right. And I just wanted to make that point. All right, Craig. Appreciate your call. Uh, and uh, let's see. we got just a couple of minutes left. Ed over on Samish, down on Samish Island, I guess, from us. Oh, we lost Ed. But uh, 
Uh, give us a call back, Ed. We got a couple of minutes to take your call if uh, if you are so inclined. But uh, lots of interesting and varied calls today, and I, you're, everybody is welcome to call the program and voice their opinions. And I, and I was talking to some guy. I ran into a longtime listener uh, the other night. I was going to the grocery store, and he said, "Oh, you're just too you're too squishy. You're too soft." And no, I that maybe I am, but uh, that's what I want the program to be is a, a, a forum that you feel welcome to call and express yourself and say whatever is on your mind. And you know, like I say, we we challenge you a bit, and you know, take maybe take you to task on some of your ideas. But that's um, that's how we have a conversation. It's not about yelling at people or telling them that they're dead wrong. Let's go to Frank and Blaine real quick. Hi, Frank. Yeah, hi, Joe. I saw, I know you got short on time. I saw a video today, extremely graphic video, of the slaughter at the uh, music concert. I'd like to send that to you. Can okay. I send that to your email? Sure. Yeah, just joe at kgmi.com. Okay, I'll do that. And my other, you know, I could talk for an hour, but uh, we think, we like to think, you know, I feel bad for the innocent Palestinians, of course, as well. But they could end the problem right now by turning Hamas. They know where Hamas is. The good Palestinians, if there's 2.1 million of uh, Palestinians there, they could turn Hamas and the hostages over to the Israelis, and that would save Palestine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, although, you know, I mean, when you think about it in a society like that, I mean, Hamas is the is the is the power that that be. Well, it would you take, know, some, it's, it's take the, some bravery. We yeah. shed a lot of blood. We shed a lot of blood in our country to have this wonderful society that we have. And these other people that want to come to America, they need to take some responsibility for their own country, I feel. All right, Frank. Appreciate your thoughts. And uh, Okay. Thank uh, you, Joe. And I'll send you that, I'll yeah, send okay. you that video. All right. Thanks. Okay, thank you. Bye. And, um, yeah, that's, that's our, our last words for today. But uh, we'll be back on Monday. Uh, I guess, you know, there won't be uh, pleasantries happening in that part of the world over the next couple of days. Hopefully we can find... Something to, to enjoy ourselves here in, on, on our side of the world. Go to Sea Feast and maybe take your mind off all this stuff. But uh, hope you have a great weekend. And as I said, we'll be back uh, Monday at 4 o'clock. Take care.